Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 45. That's right, 45 episodes of Utopia to Me with me, your host, Chris Locke. How's it going? It's a good morning uh, for me to do these intros. It's bright and sunny out, and, uh, you know, I can hear that guy uh, clipping his lawn. You know those things? You know those things? Not the lawnmower, but the little clipper. Hedge trimmer. I don't know what it's called. Listen, this is a great episode. Uh, I talked about the weather already. Isn't that nice? But also, the interview is with uh, Glenn McCauley. My guest is Glenn McCauley, super funny uh, sketch comedian and writer uh, here in Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And uh, the weather when we did it was last night, and it was a little dreary, a dreary August evening. And I was drinking a matcha green tea. And he was drinking a tall can of Molson Canadian. And we had drinks and then enjoyed uh, chatting with each other. And you guys are going to love this episode. I just wanted to give that little context for you. Dreary outside. Okay. August evening. uh, Bernadette was on the couch lying on Glenn. Tall can of Molson Canadian. Me with my matcha green tea. And uh, you can't hear it. You can't see it, but I just really pronounced that with my mouth. Picture my mouth really opening and pronouncing it uh, really perfectly. Matcha green tea. Matcha green tea. And uh, we had a really good time. Um, I'm going to get right to it because it's a little bit of a long one because we, uh, we were hyper and we digressed a lot and had so much fun talking about everything. There's a lot of movie chat here, a lot of film chat, uh, a lot of chat about world building, Glenn's world. Which is, uh, oh, I won't give it away. Anyways, we're going to just dive right into that. But make yourself a cup of matcha green tea and uh, get a friend with a tall can of Molson Canadian beer to just sit beside you and listen to this with them and then have a good time. And you know what? Maybe someday in uh, the future, take that friend out on a tandem bike throughout the beautiful sunny wilderness and uh, just look at a squirrel. Okay, here we go. This is Glenn McCauley. Enjoy. Hello? Hello. Open the pod doors, Hal. <laughs> oh, thanks, Hal. You're welcome. That's not how he talks. I don't know. I've never seen that movie. But you know what? 2001 Space Odyssey? Mm-hmm. I just rewatched it, and it's like I didn't... I was so bored of it when I was a teenager. Yeah. I mean, you probably heard that, right? Well, that's why I've never seen it, because yeah. everyone I respect tells me to skip it. Everyone you respect? Like who? Like the president? No, just my friends. (laughs) I respect my friends. Imagine uh, the president of the United States was like, (laughs) 2001, A Space Odyssey is boring. It is not worth watching. (laughs) Read about it instead. I don't know. (laughs) 
Just read the trivia on IMDb. Search the GIFs on Google. <laughs> on Google. Well, like, who doesn't know what that is now, though? You know what I mean? That's mm- one of those movies you've seen even if you haven't seen it. Am I, am I wrong? But here's the thing. I really enjoyed it now as an adult oh. man. What's its running time? Uh, 2.20, maybe? Ooh. Here's the two things I get now as an adult that I did not get in my teens and 20s. Okay. Well, tell two- me what it was like in your teens and 20s. What was your impression? It was a boring... Uh, spot-on impression of astronaut's life? No. <laughs> it was like slow motion. Right. Like, I wanted movies to be like Commando or Predator. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Um, my dad would always, whenever we'd watch Star Wars or some movie in space and an explosion happened, yeah. he'd be like, there's no fire in space. There's no sound in space. <laughs> and that's what makes Space Odyssey so boring. Oh, because it's quiet. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but they have some sound design in that movie. That is, uh, you can tell that David Lynch was really inspired by that oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, man, it's really artsy. It's really good. Uh, now I have the time. If you're, yeah, you got to watch it in a mood, right? For sure. But yeah, when I was a kid, I was like, hurry the, hurry up. Yeah, kill an alien. You know what <laughs> I mean? Kill all the aliens. Where's the xenomorph? Yeah, I know what that's like. Yeah. Uh, but like, here's two things that I like. I was gonna say that I get now, as an adult, that I didn't get as a teen or a twentyer. Uh, that one, two thousand one, Space Odyssey. Sure, I get it now. Yeah, and Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, now I can listen to it and be like, this is so rich and. Uh, it's a rich tapestry i haven't revisited that the last time but i I, used to think that was so boring yeah and i can understand that last time i listened to that i I think i was on shrooms and we did we were like this was like two years ago this was as recent as two years ago and i'm 33 so my god um, it was it was like what do we what do you want to do now and then it was just kind of a joke but then you put it on and you get it kind of thing you know like it worked it worked did it work trip I mean, it worked in so much were as it was Were you looking at the record sleeve like, wow, man? No, I should have done that. It what was weathered like everyone's copy of uh, Dark Side so of the Moon cool. found at a garage sale or something. That's wicked. Yeah, but no, I've never delved deep enough into Floyd to take some phys- philosophical learning from it. Yeah. When I listen to music, I just pay attention to the, to the beats mostly. Yeah. Well, that's what the best part about Dark Side of the Moon is, is the whole time you're listening to it, there's... A, you can hear a guy in the background going like... David Gilmore spent an extra two weeks in studio creating that ambiance. Yeah. Nothing but a... He's like, if you listen closely, you can hear me go... Yeah. Oh, I should say, because we've been talking for a few seconds now about... Psychedelic masterpieces of art. Yeah, sure. That uh, let's dip. Let's take it. It's a dip Glenn Macaulay. That. That's who my guest is. <sighs> yeah, good friend of mine. Very funny man. Glenn McCall Center. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, jokes about my name that have been out there. There's so much ever good... since Home Alone came out because my name, my last name. Yeah. If you want to look me up, it's the same as uh, Culkin's his first his. name, Glenn Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, there's a lot of variants. Actually, Glenn Macaulay Culkin sounds like uh, some sort of like park full of grass where Macaulay Culkin was killed. Yeah, like a Culkin is just another name for a park. Is it? No, I, I mean, like it could be, right? Oh, yeah, Glenn. Well, Glenn means of the valley. Oh, of the valley, right. It's a valley, sorry. Yeah, but Culk, like, 
You know, Toronto's Culkins. got a Toronto's got a nice uh, a lot of nice parks, parkettes, and Culkins. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Hang a left at the Culkin, and then uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Glen is or like a valley. Okay, so Glen Macaulay Culkin is like a big uh, valley full of long grass where Macaulay yeah. Culkin was killed. A cul- maybe a Culkin mm-hmm. is a park with less than three trees or something. I honestly feel like a Culkin is a pot that you and I are making a uh, spell in right now. Yeah, yeah. Like a cauldron. Yeah, it's oh, like, cauldron. It's a, no, it's a cauldron, but it's a warlock's cauldron. So it's a... Culkin. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> Uh, I don't use cauldrons, all right? Don't you see that I am a warlock? <laughs> Please put your bat's ears and spider's nipples in this culkin. Culkins just have a lot more bumper stickers and sports posters <laughs> plastered to the side of them. A body glove sticker on the side of my culkin. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's, yeah. That's... Man, I'm. Uh, we've been trying to get... This uh, podcast, you on this podcast for like months and months and uh, forever. Yeah, we work different schedules. I guess that's probably yeah, you're why. A nine to fiver. Yeah, I'm a the other nine to fiver. <laughs> oh yeah, baby, late nights. <laughs> I'm not actually. Yeah, I don't do well with late nights. You're a nine to I'm fiver. A yeah, it's good. You get good sleep. But we hang out during the day sometimes. Well, we basically, have, when I wake up, you're on, on lunch, and then we go have lunch. Yeah, and then we have deep podcast-style chats. Yeah, um, like we've never put any of this crispness down on yeah. a real re- analog recording like we are now. Like the tapes are rolling. But history is being made, yeah. Yeah, history should be made even more, because we've even talked about doing our own podcast. Should we... Tell, oh, should we pitch it real quick? Should we tell the people listening <laughs> yeah. to Utopia to me? I forget what the last version of it was, like... What what did we arrive at? We talk we about all the times you've been haunted by ghosts. Yeah, that's right. Which is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mixture of fun and fantasy and fact, and it's just us <laughs> rapping about ghosts, spirits, specters, that kind of thing. Yeah, but uh, one of the stipulations was we have to get wasted every time <laughs> yeah. we do it. And we've been wavering on whether or not that's a good idea. Well, we're getting older. That's the thing. You don't want to get wasted as much anymore, unless it's like a... A really big uh, occasion. See, I'm a late bloomer, so I feel like I've been partying almost more now than I did before. Oh, man. To a certain extent. Can you see my face? God, it looks like a potato that was left out in the rain. <laughs> I, uh, I've i been partying since day one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see the beer bubbles in your eyes. That's the thing. First time, I tried a screwdriver at a grade seven or six or seven uh, party. Oh, six or seven. Yeah, we had screwdrivers. That was the first alcoholic beverage we tried. And then uh, the boys and girls would kiss each other on the cheek. Man. Yeah, I was late on all that. Kisses God. and beer. You know how hard it was for me to count down to be like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. <laughs> That's what I did in my head. I did a 10 countdown to kiss a girl on the cheek because I was so freaking oh, scared. I needed that. I needed a force. Yes. I needed I needed spin the bottle. I needed a game. Because so I wasn't what were you do doing in grade six, seven, eight, middle school? What were you doing when you were supposed to be <laughs> When I reflect on those years, I just think I was scared. That's the only really? thing. Yeah. Peer pressure and being afraid. So we're from play, uh, areas that are close to each other too. I was from Etobicoke. Yeah. I'm from Mississauga. Mississauga South. You're a bit more suburban-y. But yeah, we were I'd talking so. about we were just talking about before we started recording the suburbanness 
of both our home neighborhoods. Yeah, yours had a bit more of an edge just because it's 10 minutes closer to Toronto, I guess. And also Rob Ford uh, added yeah. some edge recently there. Exactly. There's yeah. a bit of a, yeah, what do you say, cachet there? But, the, school um, I ha- the high school I went to was known for like tons of drugs. See, ours was known for academic excellence and its <laughs> top-notch football program. Ours had a great football team too. Oh, But I was not a jock. I was like upset that I was not a jock. See, here's what people who... I really wanted to be on the basketball team and I'm a little... Dude. Oh, I think I tried out for basketball in maybe grade nine. But you're that was the only me. thing I did that yeah. I tried out for. I, I really I'm, to play. I'm the typical no activities, no sports type of guy. But now you know you're I mean? more sports than me. Well, I, that's and you're the trying thing. to get me into tennis more, and I, I want to play tennis more. A, a lot of listeners out there who may know me at, on a base level may not know that I'm quite a sporto in my own right. It's true. Glenn is the uh, perfect mix of artsy and. And fartsy, but the farts come from sports. <laughs> Sport forts. <laughs> forts. I forted. Here's the thing. Uh, let's also talk about why other people would know you. Like, you've had a huge long history of sketch because you started with the polecats. That's right. And uh, all those guys are... Uh, they're all doing their They're all doing now. crazy stuff. Like, John McCurley is like a really well-known uh, artist here. Multidisciplinary artist. Multidisciplinary artist and disciplinarian when it comes to physic- physique. Yeah. Well, he's we, the we, most disciplined guy I know for diet and exercise. We always say he's Ned Flanders. I don't know who originally coined that. <laughs> Kudos to them. But he's... Um, you may not know it by looking at him, then he takes off his shirt. He rips it off. And it, it's, yeah, and then it's ripped underneath sort yeah. of thing, so... And then Andy uh, is in Skechersons. Was in Skechersons. He does a lot of improv and uh, sketch and comedy now and podcasts, too. He's got a lot of those. We yeah. Brennan Holleran, Skechersons. Uh, yeah. Did a lot of TV stuff and that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, and then a couple others who haven't exactly continued in comedy, but are still amazing people. Yeah. But, uh, and uh, there are like a lot of them you can see at the comedy bar, which is the best place in the city. Yeah. Hanging out. And uh, then you now you have a hit show for a few years in the city at the Comedy Bar called Weird Al Karaoke. Yeah, a misleading, slightly misleading name because it's not karaoke with Weird Al songs, but it's a show where... But you do your version of... Yeah. Or like the guest does their version of what they think a Weird Al parody would be like. Exactly. Basically, they do their own parody of a song. Yeah, so you did the very... I think you did the inaugural edition when we I tested it I did Pretty Woman and I did it as Shitty Woman. Yeah, exactly. And it was about a woman that... Uh, Waited for me to get out of uh, an Indian restaurant and then beat me up and stole my food. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a true-to-life tale. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That happens too much. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a huge hit, that show. And you host it looking like Weird Al. I tr- yeah. When I first started, I tried to look exactly like him. But now I want to sort of give Weird Glenn his own image. I don't wear yeah. a wig anymore. And uh, my hair is being lost. So... I think it gives it a bit of a signature edge with that still that Weird Al look that everyone it's enjoys. It's good. You look like Weird Al would look like if he wasn't a vegan and he drank alcohol. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Because I was like blown away when that album came out last year. And I was like, this guy's in his 50s or whatever. And he still looks like a goddamn smooth-skinned mannequin man. Yeah, we saw him a couple but, weeks ago and he oh, performed yeah. for two straight hours. Yeah. That's amazing. No He's breaks. the James Brown of breaks. parody songs. <laughs> he did a James Brown bit off the at the end. Did he? So, yeah, he is the James uh, Brown. Oh my of parody god! Songs. Did they do like this uh, fake cape? They did the off? cape. Yeah, really? Yeah, it was great. Oh my god, that's so funny. A positive force. But yeah, I was wondering how does he stay, um, you know, eternal youth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, 
I did notice that his diet is vegan and no alcohol. I hate it when that works. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when Steve Jobs tried to do that, it didn't work. Yeah, but you know what? Right. Yeah, but, but not know, that I celebrate that. No. But. Yeah. You're like, ha, should have had a burger, Steve Jobs. Uh, yeah, but no, I, I think like, um, Weird Al still has that hair, though. I know. You know, like you can look young and youthful and have all this energy and all you want, but if you let your hair hang down like that, it's still corny, too corny. Yeah, my Weird Al includes a mustache and glasses. Yeah, too. me too. I, as much as I hate to admit that I put that much stock into appearance. It does. It it affects me. I know, and you know what? We've our, one of our earlier guests, first guest ever, who's also a good friend of ours, Aaron Eves. You know, he's also a freak for Weird Al. He was at the same show as me. Really? Yeah, he was there. Have you seen that video of Weird Al performing and and Aaron's I've, watching him? I've seen the still. Yeah. The still, I'm sure is just as good, if not better, as the video. The still is pretty amazing. But yeah, so you guys love Weird Al still. But I had a big phase of him in the '80s when I was a little kid. Like, really little. So, I don't know how... I think you guys did grow out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, here's the thing. But you know what? I still love Weird Al. Right. And as you should. Like, if I see one of his videos, I love it. But yeah. I don't, I'm, it's not the same. Well, here's the problem with... And I love UHF to the mega. Yeah, thing. I think that's that's been a big influence on, on me, Kabinically, for sure. I, th- I can point to that and some of his... You know, those albums around the Alapalooza days, Off the Deep End, that era. Yeah. But the thing about hosting a show like that is that everyone assumes you're a Weird Al super fan. Yeah. So it's like, for my birthday, my mom just gets me Weird Al stuff. Not that I don't like it, (laughs) but I don't need it. It's like when I declared in high school that I like Kiss. Yeah. And I got all this Kiss stuff for my birthday. Oh. Too much. I I think Kiss is way overrated. Yeah, I, I mean, upon reflection, sure. <laughs> but people forget that at the end of the day, they were just a good old rock and roll band. Also, <laughs> also, aren't they all? Uh, there's all rumors that they're all gay. Well, yeah, <laughs> but then they're all like made all these videos about treating women like pieces of yeah, their candy. Their politics are skewed. Like they, yeah, I've read maybe. Th- Two or three of their books. I read Paul Stanley's and Peter Chris's. Both. I think they both accuse each other of being gay. Yeah, yeah. Peter Chris's. Someone was telling me it was probably it's me. So funny. Yeah, it was probably you. He has breast cancer. That's like something out of a Spinal Tap. Damn. Uh, movie. That's like something out of a Spinal Tap book. Yeah, like a a a, a boobs freak getting breast cancer. Yeah. Yeah. That is. I never even thought about it that way. But didn't. But in the book, he does say that he like. They would grab each other's dongs all the time or something? Oh, well, yeah. There's They all talk about Ace. Like, oh, Ace. Like, freely, Ace has it. had sex with a man. Okay. Or the, at least they imply it yeah. explicitly in the book. But, but he's not out as a gay I mean, man. He's Space Ace, man. He's a he's a weird, weird guy. Oh, That's really? why I got that name. People just assumed he was an alien. Wow. I don't know that much. <laughs> yeah, you know a lot like, about We could Kiss. do the whole podcast on Kiss. Yeah, I don't know that. Would Kiss be a part of my utopia? Probably not. Oh, I see. So you want to like use your uh, your growing up reflections, looking back at Kiss as the jump off point to building your utopia. <laughs> well, hey, if we're gonna start somewhere, we might as well start there. Well, do you think we covered all we the people need to know to About know me? you? Yeah. Uh, what else? What are the majors? Oh, your blog. Let's get that out. Yeah, there. I and do. your tweets. Yeah, check out my Glenn Glenn G L E N N two N's Macaulay Culkin. 
Not Culkin. <laughs> no, there's no Culkin. GlennMcCauley.com. Where's the Culkin? It's uh, being used by some weird old warlock right now. Yeah. Yeah, Glenn McCauley's uh, blog and Twitter feed is um, super rich with some of the funniest writing this side of Canada. Oh, well, that's nice. Oh, come on. Thank you. Everybody thinks that way. I'm too modest. That's been one of my problems. That's why I'm in your living room and not in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's why am I here then? (laughs) I like this living room. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty cozy, actually. I should also say it's a dreary... August uh, evening, eh? It's kind of uh, yeah, it's cold and rainy outside. Yeah, exactly, all day. So didn't stop me from getting tacos earlier, though. Oh yeah, new place in Kensington, eh? Are tacos a part of my utopia? Probably not. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, do you have ideas? Yeah, I got some ideas. You pre-brought some ideas for your utopia. Yeah, I pre-thought about it, and yeah. I think one thing that struck me. I think I've always been, you know, I think everyone sort of thinks about their utopia. Right? Because they always uh, want to make their own world their yeah. own kind of thing, right? Yeah, I think about it every day. Come on. I think I do. I guess in some form or the other, and you don't know it, right? For some reason, I want us to regress to being animals again. Yeah, you've talked about that a lot. See? Yeah. <laughs> See? So, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, never mind. Uh, I don't think I want to go that far. Is he don't wanna, It'll be hard to eat hamburgers? Yeah, and it's too much of a, a Darwinism thing. Yeah. I'm I'm of the mind that I would not survive in a society where the strong survive. You know what uh, I mean? Well, maybe we can be clever. Yeah, well... Like I would fox the numbskulls? That's true. I okay, guess. well, tell me some of your ideas then. I didn't okay. mean to well, let's... hijack it with my... No, well, you're the animal. host. You control the flow, so I'm fine with that. I'm drinking matcha green tea right now, if you're listening to I'm trying to get jacked up. Here we go. Okay, go. Okay, ready? Well, let's start with topography, right? Let's start about the physical... Uh, Man, I never use that word, and I should. I always say the environment. (laughs) That's good, too. (laughs) No, topography's really good. Um, I've always kind of been obsessed with the idea of being the only man left on Earth. And not, like, the only man left on Earth... This is, it has nothing to do Surrounded with t- topography. <laughs> unless I was like, yeah, the men's are boobs. But, uh, <laughs> I think I'd love, I'd love it if I could live on an island mm-hmm. that had... It's kind of like, I don't know, I guess like a video game. Like Mario World, where there's, a, there's, there's the mountains. Mm-hmm. There's definitely the tropics. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's a bit of snow yeah. up on one corner. But a little mm-hmm. bit of everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A rainforest, uh, you know, an Endor-esque wooded forest, oh, deciduous, yeah. you is got that what it. those are? Yeah. Endor is basically like, uh, what's that forest, the Redwood Forest across from... Uh, I think it San is Francisco. the Redwood Forest. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did they actually film there? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, ferns. Do you have about... one of those speeders to go through I the trees? I love a speeder. Yeah. Vehicles. I was obsessed with vehicles as a kid. Yeah. As a, as a growing boy. And now you have none. I have, I've got a bike Do that my a bike? father-in-law found in the garbage for me that I still have. <laughs> hey, Glenn, I so, found a vehicle in the garbage. Yeah. I heard you like vehicles. Yeah. I don't know. Thank you. Uh, flying machines, definitely. Oh. Um, like modern ones or? I, you, let's say all manner. Because the way you said flying machine, I really pictured some Jules That's Verne true. I, yeah, I, I misspoke there. Not by... <laughs> but, yeah, who we can? You're I, not going to pedal some... Gyro, yeah, gyrocopters helicopter. Fly planes are out. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's just make it so... I think I think this world would have to have some element of magic in it. 
Yeah. If I'm talking about an ideal world, mm-hmm. I, I'm i the type of person that wishes magic were in everyday life. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so maybe people can fly, but since this island is the only place in the world, they don't fly to get somewhere. They just fly to hunt birds oh. or just for fun. I like to go through an obstacle course. All kinds you know of I mean? birds. So it's yeah, it's, there's a lot of birds. Mm-hmm. Birds definitely one of my favorite animals. Yeah, but you'll still hunt them in the yeah. sky. But there'll be you know there'll be birds that are suitable for eating, and there'll be birds that are suitable for getting sage advice from, like the eagles in Lord of the Rings. Oh wow! How about that? Well, you wouldn't have to fly to like capture chickens or turkeys. Yeah, that's true. Maybe there's some dumb ones that fly. That like a partridge? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Game birds. Yeah, okay. That'd be so funny. I just pictured like these old like uh, aristocratic Brits from like the 20th century or uh, 19th century like out with their big, long, muddy boots and like <laughs> b- like hounds and rifles and they're they're trying to shoot these game birds but then you're just flying by them Snapping grabbing them out of the air like e god <laughs> <laughs> the flying boys stole our birds <laughs> there's definitely a spot there's definitely an old victorian part of this island yeah maybe just as commentary to, to like tell us what we're doing wrong in a funny way but we he's we don't care you about don't it. have to have it you can have like the volcano erupt in lava ripes out that part oh, right away yeah there's got to be a volcano yeah. Um, there'd definitely be... There'd be just a sense of adventure. Oh, yeah? So there'd be magic. There'd be a... You know, there'd be a magic forest. There'd be a, mm-hmm. I, I'm big into fantasy books. Yeah. And just imagining that kind of thing. Have I you love, read all the tokens? You have, actually. I know that. Well, yeah. All the easy ones. <laughs> Didn't you read Lord of the Rings? Yeah. I consider yeah. that an easy one. I mean, like, the Silmarillion, the one, like... Oh, I didn't... You know what I mean? I only read The Hobbit. What? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, but it's still a beautiful it. book. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> here, here's a. You fan. know what I didn't like about the movies? What they made the one main dwarf like just an unlikable jerk the whole yeah, time. They did. They turned it into a buddy comedy with him and Legolas. Yeah, Legolas. I don't know. I'm bad at pronouncing things. And Legolas isn't in the book. <laughs> did I ruin it? <laughs> yeah, he kind of did. Really? No, he's in the book. We're kidding. In the Hobbit? No, not in the Hobbit. That's what he's I mean. in the Hobbit movie. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, I'm confused now. <laughs> he's no, I confused you. Okay, keep going. You Maybe like fantasy worlds? Of, yeah. I what other thought... fantasies have you read? Just so we can get. A, um, a oh, I don't know. I, there's a bunch. Uh, <laughs> if I said uh, a song of ice and fire, Game of Thrones, right after that, all the hardcore fantasy fans out there would be like, Whoa, "Whatever, those are mainstream." Yeah. But I've read, I don't know, some Brandon Sanderson That's stuff. That's like saying, I like funk, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do like funk, and I do like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, so whatever, man. Yeah, who cares what people think? We've Jesus. talked about the Red Hot Chili Peppers a lot. We don't well, there's yet. an era of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, for sure, um, from the mid to late 80s to the 91, that I wanted to be them so bad. Yeah, I met them during the Californication period and got John Frusciante's autograph. I've never met any of them. Too bad. You, John Fushianti is the best. I know. What happened to him is like really dark. Yeah, it's a good story. Like a dark story. Not unlike Lord of the Rings. A dark story, but a good story. He's an uncompromising artist. I love that. Those are my favorites. The only time they were cool post 
Blood Sugar Sex Magic was when he was back with them. What a what a refreshing light of sunshine that was. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, see you later. Yeah. Artistic differences. But that Stadium Arcadium album, I mean, I don't own any of the later ones. Nor do I. But I can enjoy, like, I guess, Californication to a degree. Yeah. And some of the stuff from the other one. But Stadium Arcadium was like... um. I don't know, a CD that would just be like in a mom's minivan or something. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a joke to yeah. me. Like, I remember seeing the posters up when it was out. Yeah. It's like... It's an ugly, ugly... the title rhyme? Why did you do that? What is the stadium yeah. arcade? I don't know. Yeah, and it's an ugly image. Yeah, it's it's bright. Yeah, it's stupid. It's like a Mini Pops album cover. Yeah. Well, weird. We yeah. used to have Mini Pops posters up in our kitchen. We get out of cereal boxes. Really? Yeah. They're like one kid, he looked like Damn, that's Bruce super 80s. Yeah. That like, anytime I think of stuff like that, it makes me feel like, um, the like, you know what sums up the 80s perfectly for me, for everybody listening? The kitchen from E.T. Whoa, weird. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And like when Kathleen and I moved into this apartment... The kitchen has those kind of E.T. like yeah, cupboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I was, I was think. Here's what I think about the E.T. kitchen, and I was actually going to bring this up. Oddly enough, yeah. Um, <laughs> what? It's the it's the lighting. It's really dim in there. And yeah. when the kid, when his older brother is there with his buddies, and they're all playing poker and they're smoking, that blew my mind. Yeah, they're smoking. Right? I haven't watched they're E.T. Like, in a while, like, but what, they swear. Or something? Yeah, 15? exactly. And the mom just let them do it. You know what? I I rewatched E.T. a few years ago. And I love the mom. She's pretty chill. Oh, I love her. <laughs> and then also that night, too, they order pizza. Oh, Like, yeah. how cool is that? Yeah, you're right. Everything's cool. See, I was. I think why I thought of that is because I think I want my utopia ruled by the ultimate older brother. Really? Does that make sense? But aren't you your own? You're the oldest brother in your true. family. true. Exactly. But I felt like I was never ready for that responsibility. Do you feel like a lot of your desires in life are um, to sort of like find an older brother? Yes. Yes, I do. Because you do. You, the one thing that you and I have in common is we're both. We idolize this late 80s phase yeah we of do. like california pop culture yep like the, the look the surfing skateboarding mm-hmm. or, or good red hot chili peppers <laughs> yeah yeah all that like all that culture that was like just ruling north america from like 88 yeah. to like 90 and that only older brothers seem to know about yeah they were the gateway into it and like all the movies at the time had a cool older brother exactly i don't have an older brother either yeah and did you do you feel it do you feel like your identity is partly formed that you were you were seeking that yeah i was like seeking like a cool um guy to look up to for sure yeah me too i think i still do yeah to this day yeah well yeah, I guess if I hang out with a guy that's taller than me, I hug yeah. him more. Yeah, exactly. I just want to know what he what he does on a day to day basis. Yeah, like come here, you're, <laughs> you're cool. But uh, yeah, thankfully, like I had best friends who all had older brothers. I remember like them showing me all sorts of stuff, like Sega Genesis and Rage Against the Machine. Oh my god! Yeah, see, I'm a bit older than you, so I would have been your older right, brother. Right, exactly. Because, but I like I was sort of ahead of the curve like i was a music freak at a super young age mm. you know like i was the first kid to have a fat boys cassette oh i wasn't not, him that's the thing not beastie boys i went like i also had fat boys run dmc and l cool j yeah so when everyone was all like oh um i can't stop listening to license to ill i was like 
Try uh, <laughs> try crushing by Fatboys. See what you uh, see yeah, what you think about some of the tracks that. on that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so by the time I was in grade nine, I I uh, got my de- uh, my uncle to take me and my friend James to Lollapalooza '93. Whoa! I think it was grade nine or grade ten, and uh, and no, it was grade nine, and then. Yeah, I went originally to see Primus, but oh, yeah. guess who opened? Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the I think you told me about this machine. Yeah, yeah, and it blew your balls off, right? And then I brought the cassette back to high school, oh. and people were like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Except they didn't know the word fuck yet. Rage yeah. Against the Machine had to teach them. They were like, what the crap? <laughs> and I was like, just listen. You'll you'll see. Yeah. And then we all burnt the school down. <laughs> Anyways, why am I talking so much about myself? I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. It's a shared yeah. experience. Yes, we do. We do share that uh, weird, yeah. like Lost Boys, for example. Right. Jason totally. Patrick wasn't he the coolest? Yeah. But then he but found then... an older brother in Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> oh my! God. He was he was Corey Hames' older brother, but he yeah. needed something more. What else? Let's think of all the eighties, all the older brother movies. Let's oh, think of the late eighties older well, brothers. Maybe you're maybe you're a bit old for this, but the Wizard starring no. uh, Bo Bridges, Christian Slater was a good older brother in that. Wait, the Wizard? Yeah, the Nintendo movie with Fred Savage. Christian Slater was in that. Yeah, him no. and <laughs> half of that movie is a like a buddy comedy between Bo Bridges and Christian Slater. I don't remember that part. Oh, you should check it out. I just remember the kid going, California. Yeah, that kid later starred in Little Big League, a movie about a kid who inherits the Minnesota Twins. Where is he now? Don't know. Shit. Fred Savage, successful uh, Hollywood man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But Christian Slater's an older brother than that. What else? Um, wow. Yeah, no, I watched, I saw The Wizard in the freaking theater. Yeah, I, I did too. And I don't think they call it The Wizard anymore, right? I don't know. Well, there was like another. Anyways, maybe they do. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, older brother movies in the eighties. There's just Let's cool see. older brothers all the time. Yeah, and just I, maybe not even older brothers, just cool teenagers. Uh, I've told yeah. you before that so much of my image Did, is based on summer school. Yeah, summer school. Like uh, Chainsaw, Chainsaw was Dave. our older brother for sure. Yeah, definitely an older brother. Bill and Ted were definitely our older yeah, brothers. Yep. Yeah. 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 We're getting somewhere. John Candy was kind of like <laughs> an uncle that we wanted. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Chevy Chase uh, was my dad. Yeah. Okay, but now we're getting off the older brother thing. But yeah, me and you both, like, we, we were younger and wanted to be Bill and Ted for sure. I wanted to skateboard. I wanted to surf. I, I skateboarded. There. I, I got did. good at it, It was too. too hard. I have a distinct memory. Ferris Bueller, I wanted to be my hero. Yeah, yeah. I I related more to Cameron in that movie. <laughs> the You're scared, not dying. scared guy who has the Red Wings jersey. Oh, he <laughs> likes sports. Oh my god, that vintage Porsche. Oh, when they take it out. Do you remember that? Do you how well do you remember it? I remember it very well. It's my wife's favorite movie. Yeah. Okay. So they take the Porsche out. Then that song plays yeah. when you get the big uh, exterior shots of Chicago. It's like. Boom banana, oh, boom banana, the... boom banana, boom banana. They're like big city. Oh, downtown. beat city, yeah, beat city, beat city, beat city. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they pull into the parking lot, and then the guy, yeah, everything's fine. They Ed made went, it to the city, and then the parking lot, the valet, like, yeah. He's like, "Do you speak English?" He's like, uh, "What country do you think this is?" You want to yeah. hear some insane trivia? Yeah, the guy that says, "Oh, what country do you think this is?" And then him and his buddy end up. 
taking the car yeah. for a joyride. Yeah. Uh, he was not only a percussionist and drummer in the band called Conk in the 80s, which was like a groovy lounge like lizard. Conk Shell? Or no, K-O-N-K. K-O-N-K. Whoa, I guessed it. Yeah. But he was also the very first drummer for Sonic Youth and plays on their first album. Oh. What's, Yo. His, what's his name? I just read Kim Gordon's autobiography. Uh, I think it's like Edwin something, maybe? Or? Yeah, he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're a rock biography freakazoid. I am, I know. I find it interesting. But um, he also uh, was in Stranger Than Paradise, Jim Jarmusch's first big movie. Oh, yeah. Big budget movie. You don't say. Not big budget, but... That's pretty so good there you trivia. Go. Here's some Ferris Bueller's trivs good. for everybody listening. But I keep talking, and we got to get back to Glenn's Utopia. Yeah, we're, we're, we we last left off at Lord of the Rings, which See, I haven't. This is what Green Match of Tea does to you, by the way. Yeah, it's working. I told you. You said it was going to make you crazy. I told you, baby. It's working. I like it, though. I like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the tea is coming. Tea. That's the tea. Mr. Green Matcha Tea. <laughs> okay, sorry, go. Uh, well, last we left off, we're talking there's about... There's magic Lord... everywhere. Yeah, there's definitely magic everywhere. I always thought of a place like Hogwarts as being a place I'd really love to live. Wow. Because there's did adventure... Did you read those books or just the movies? I did read the books. Uh, there's adventure around every corner. There's secret passageways. There's history. I love history. Do you recommend the books or the movies? Yeah, sure. Hit the books. The movies are good, though. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Didn't like one of the directors of the movies like direct like James Bond or something? Sam Sam Mendes? Did he direct no. one? I don't remember. I like oh. how he's like the go-to director now because he's doing the new one too. Oh yeah, that's right. Anyways, I keep distracting. Go go go. Um, yeah, a lot of adventure, a lot of magic. Um, we talked about Lord of the Rings. I don't know if this is tied into a utopia, but I've always loved. Here are the aspects of Lord of the Rings that I that I dig. You know, in fantasy and even just movies about war, there's a battle. This is I'm pretty sure this is in Braveheart too. But when there's a battle and the one side's about to lose, and then reinforcements arrive, yeah, I'd love to be a part of one of those battles. Yeah, but, we come around the hill from the east. Yes, yeah, yeah. The sun rises and you look to the east. Yeah. on the third day. Yeah, and you're like shit. Yeah, there he is. Um, I can't go back and watch Braveheart anymore. Mel Gibson's performance is so goddamn corny, and he looks fifty-eight. I never even thought about that. Go. Okay. I'm, I'm, He's I have such a, a ham. That's part of my heritage, man. Even oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> even watch Lethal Weapon movies. He's such a ham. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Are you, you're, you're upset about what I'm saying about Mel Gibson? Well, yeah, no, I'm not upset. He's a fine actor. He's a terrible person. I you know who's a ham that I love, though? No. Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah, he hams. He slices ham. Kathleen and I just watched Witches of Eastwick for the first time at a cottage recently. Never seen that. It's good. Okay. And weird. <laughs> okay, so you want to be a part of a, the flank that comes yeah, over the hill but here's, at the end yeah. to surround them from the other side. Uh, or I want to be part of the side that's losing and then have the reinforcements arrive and I'm like, yo, check those guys out. Oh, then out. I'm coming from the other side. Like, Glenn, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. And you've and got just... food, you've got hams <laughs> strapped to your back and flagons of wine and stuff. Uh, do I still kill people or am oh, I just yeah, to party? Oh, yeah, you kill everyone. Like, we rest at that point. Yeah. And then we party. Hey. Um, and Imagine, we... like, watching an old, like, medieval battle on the field with horses, spears, mm-hmm. shields, helmets, everything, and pizza boxes with fresh hot pizza. <laughs> the pizza delivery guys have orange vests so they don't get killed. <laughs> that's what i'm talking about modern warfare bro uh but i i also i've always had they almost cut the head off a pizza delivery (laughs) man they're like sorry dude like both sides 
<laughs> so many sorry dudes being uttered on that battlefield. I would love to see a, a British king sitting on a throne with a huge beard, but eating like a classic slice. <laughs> That's a movie. Yeah. That is a king movie. King Ralph? Yeah, yeah, I think that is King Ralph. If, if you think that King Ralph didn't eat a pizza during King Ralph, that's probably not King Ralph. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a long time, though, so I don't know. But yeah. there's got to be an eating scene. Oh, God. That's like, yeah. I feel bad for John Goodman because they were obviously trying to cast him in that movie for what he looked like more than his acting ability. Yeah. Because he's so... He's like a brilliant actor. Oh, yeah. Incredible. And but, he's like, can you play this schlubby yeah. idiot? And it's play like, the American slob. Yeah, and it's like, well, yeah, yeah, I sure. can. Yeah. But I also am in every single Coen Brothers movie yeah. ever. And I'm sure he's an accomplished stage actor, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. The match of green tea really hit. So, uh, so, I'm, so I'm distracting. So here's another fantasy I have that I don't know if you can weed that. So this is basically that your in. utopia right now is Fantasy Island. Yeah, kind of is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But here's another fantasy I have Yeah, is that I get to go back in time, go to one of those battles, but I'm the only one with a gun. That'd be funny. I love that. Would you be laughing a lot? And sh- well, yeah, I would people? be laughing a lot. Me too. And I'd let them think that they're going to get the better of me just by looking at me, and then I'd pull the gun out. Yeah, and like I'd they do feel- that thing where they hold the point of the sword towards your neck for yeah, a long time and talk for too long. Yeah, yeah. they're explaining why they're going to kill me and why our side <laughs> yeah, is like, so this, bad. I am going to take ultimate pleasure in slicing. And you're like, yeah? Yeah, and how God has willed this moment, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and, but not even just a gun. Yeah. Just future technology in general. Like, I'd yeah. love to just... I, sometimes when I'm riding my bike, I yeah. start thinking, if I could bring this back to a field in England, just <sighs> do laps around a farmer, yeah. and then he tells his lord, word gets to the king, yeah. I'm brought into court, they ask me what this machine is. Yeah, they think you're a warlock with a culkin. With a culkin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now you're going back to the future styles. Yeah. Remember when he yeah. shreds that town in the fifth in nineteen fifty? I think that's why we all love that movie so much. Don't you wish yeah, I don't that know. That was that's huge. Sure, that's power, man. A child's eyes seen that. Oh. And then all that here. poo being dumped on Biff. Every, in every movie, poo gets dumped on Biff. There's no way Eric Stoltz could have done that. No way. <laughs> yeah. And Marty they made Marty like a California boy, just like we love. Yeah. Like a really cool dude. Yeah. But I also love how in that movie when he gets to the talent show, it's like he's kind of a dweeb too. Like no one cares about his band. You know what I mean? Right. He's not top of the pile when it comes to that. No. Um but I guess he's, he's still a dreamer. This... Yeah. So California am I. Dreamer. So am I. Hey, so am I. Yeah. Okay, so okay. you've got all this magic in uh, yeah. battles. Like You're showing up on a... Yeah. I also love the so idea... So can you time travel then? I could, but so, no one else could. No, that's fine. And Are you the, the lord of your island? Yeah, but there's an older brother who who's kind of the figurehead who influences our culture. Have you ever the seen him? The ultimate older brother. Yeah, yeah. I okay. talk to him because I kind of... I, you know, I whisper in his ear... Uh, he kind of knows that I'm... Does his does an image of his face show up in the volcano, or is he a real person? I think he can decide that himself. He is a real person, okay. but he has the power to sort of impose his older brotherhood on everybody else. Yeah. But the perfect older brother is hilarious, but they, they'll also wrestle you every so often. Yeah, far They'll remind you that they're in charge. Yeah. yeah. They'll tell you about all the coolest stuff. They have the coolest stuff. Yeah. Um. So that would, that might, yeah, we'd be highly influenced by an older brother. But the rest of the island, and this isn't a sexual thing, 
mm-hmm. uh, would be mostly women. And it's not sexual. It's because I get along with them more. When I was a kid, I could only really, I couldn't talk to girls. That's why I was, you know, late Men are very competitive with each other. Exactly. And I'm really scared of alpha males. I do not mix well with them at all. Do you think I'm an alpha male? Mm, Well, we get along, so probably not. (laughs) But I think you can, you probably have the ability to turn it on if you need to, right? Like uh, how a monkey screams when you get too close to its wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, wait, yeah, your stage persona, you, you take control of the room, right? Which yeah. is great. That's what you have to do. And that, maybe that's why I like performing comedy because it gives me a chance to be an extrovert in a controlled environment. Because I right. can't do that otherwise. I yeah. don't, I'm pretty introverted otherwise, right? Um, I don't know. It depends. You know what? You know what is the similar between both of us and probably most other people listening is uh, you these neuroses that we have uh, about our character traits as we're young, like a teen going through those important times in our life in our early twenties. We still think we're like that uh, all the time, but really, you're kind of like experienced and a well-adjusted adult. You don't really exude these. Like, for example, like when you and I were at Just for Laughs, yeah, and we bumped into each other at some of these parties or whatever in Montreal, you're outgoing, you're meeting people, you're yeah. talking to people. My wife always says that too, because she's, yeah. she's introverted and she's like, well, you're much better than me. Maybe it's just that. Yeah, Liv I... is more shy than you, but That's if she's true. in a mellow environment, she'll still. Exactly. Chat which it up. is kind of like me, but I guess maybe I'm more used to it. I can do it. I'm more uh, extroverted than Kathleen, big time. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. But that maybe, you know, it's like lock and key. Lock and... Key. Cat. 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 (laughs) I'm glad her name is not Key. Well, that, yeah. I I don't don't know. I don't like stuff like that. Me neither. Like, hey, get it? Do you think that you would stop yourself from falling in love with her if that were the case? Mm. Like, are you that sensitive about that kind of thing? No one can stop themselves from falling in love with someone. Uh, okay, so this is good. You've got an older brother that, like, for example, comes down from the mountain and gives you a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if there's trouble on the island, which I don't want, there, there, aren't, there isn't going to be trouble, maybe from some of the creatures. So he'd be a hunter type person. So what, what creatures I mean? are on this? Hey, but, oh, sorry, I need to establish something for my sure. own imagination before we continue. Because this island uh, sounds more than magical. It sounds mega magical. Yeah. It's very nice. But if you cross the waters for in all certain ways to any distance, do you come to the a, like regular Earth as is, or is it what's the rest of the planet like? It's just water, so it's just a that gives someone like the island. It's probably if the rest. Of, here's a uh, interesting Zen Cohen. Sure, if the rest of the planet is just water, is the island still an island? Whoa, that's interesting. That's like a joke I used to do when I say that. There was a moat contest, and P.I. won. <laughs> and no one ever got it. That's but it's so just funny. Like a guy who inherits a castle is like, I got a pretty good moat here yeah. with the castle. And he sees an ad on a poster saying, moat contest Thursday. He goes to the contest not realizing that all the major players in moat contests are just islands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you didn't know that? Don't you hate it when people don't get a funny, smart joke? Yeah, but it's probably my fault for wording it poorly. Well, last night I did a show, and I opened up riffing on the movie Prometheus. 
And everyone was staring at me like that. That movie from three years ago that everybody's forgot about. But it's back on Netflix. That's oh, why I feel like okay. everybody's rewatching it now on oh, Netflix. Okay. Well, I was just riffing about how, like, in all these sci-fi movies, I love them, but I hate it when, like, there's always that guy in the middle of the sh- movie that looks at a new creature up close without his mask on, like, hey, look at oh, you, yeah. you little creature. <laughs> look how close you are to my open mouth. <laughs> of course it's going to go in your eye or your I mouth or something. never make that mistake in my utopia. <laughs> We'd have a team of guys that if unknown creatures were discovered, led by the older brother, yeah. would go and examine that. And take care so of it. So do aliens come down and investigate Actually, this planet? Maybe that'll keep things interesting in that what there's you, no other land, it's already so but aliens are possible. It's yeah. full of magic. Yeah, I like that. And <laughs> That'd be funny if there's a pocket of land on your island that's outer space. Ooh, yeah. Outer space on an island. Oh, wow. I like that. Because like, I love outer space. Unlimited, infinite outer space, but just on an island. Ooh. Weird, eh? Wrap your head a, around that, a Hawking. A fleet of ships that you could take out and cruise around. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. What's this planet called? Oh, I don't know. Glens. Is there even an outer space on the outside of the atmosphere? Yeah, sure. Let's get as much space as we can. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the water would be, it would look like an ocean, but it wouldn't be salty. Good Lord. Because for me, the ocean. Freshwater ocean. Plan. Oh, my God. Because I love the ocean. Can you still call it an ocean if it's yes, freshwater? Yep, you sure can. Oh, right. Of course. I mean, in this world, you can. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm trying I to love this place. Yeah, we mostly girls. Mostly girls because they're nice. Yeah, this is not a sexual thing whatsoever. My <laughs> wife would be there. She's part of my utopia, hundred percent. What's she doing? Uh, which in her her utopia, there'd be just so much to like. There'd be a a grandiose library. There'd be no internet. There'd be a grandiose library, like they would be like Hogwarts, but just books. Mm-hmm. Uh, See, I don't know the Harry Potter stuff as much. Well, it's just basically a big old castle. Yeah. So that that would be the library. There'd be no internet. Uh, you'd have to discover things there. It, all the information you need is there. You just have to find it. But there's a lot of magic there, too. So there's yeah. a lot of puzzles and riddles you have to solve. Okay. That's what she would love. Uh, well, no. She just liked that she could take out any book anytime because <laughs> she likes to read. There'd be unlimited <laughs> movies and TV shows. Uh, be every movie TV show of all time you guys have your own podcast about The Bachelor yeah we do with Andy and Sarah right yep Sarah Hillier Andy Ho yeah that's another plug we forgot to say that off the top but I realized that but uh, I was waiting for the time to be right and we did we did it check it out The Bachelor Pod yeah okay um, so she can what books does she like we both love relaxing there'd be hammocks strewn throughout the tropics actually in every uh, a hammock for every for every topographical uh, zone environment yes is there a tundra there no there's more just like a ski resort what about a hoth no that's too harsh yeah it would it would be more like vale colorado do you want to hear my one of my all-time favorite futurama jokes yes i think it's from one of the movies they made in between the seasons oh yeah bender's big score well, the maybe. beast of a thousand beaks i think it might be i can't remember which one it's from it might be the last movie, which wasn't that good, but it had a couple still big laughs. All right, hit me. Uh, so they're like on a Hoth-like planet, and the Planet Express ship is flying through like ATT, ATT's things, ATATs. Oh, yeah. Right? That's another dream of mine. That would be on the planet. But no Hoth. Hoth, Hoth but not as harsh. More yeah, skiing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, would you be like using a rope behind an ATT and skiing behind yeah, it? Yeah, there'd be like a staging ground where you could launch... 
Star Wars vehicles and play with them. But yeah, so it's like that Empire Strikes Battle, like Planet Express is weaving through all the legs and shooting lasers and stuff. And then lasers hit the ship and it smokes and steams and crash lands and explodes on the ground. And then you see that and then the camera uh, shifts over and then you see um, Farnsworth and all the crew watching the ship and Farnsworth just goes, we weren't in there. (laughs) Oh, he just I says like that. the thing. Oh. Yeah. Honesty, man. That's where jokes are. I know. <laughs> we weren't in there. <laughs> oh, boy. That's good. I know. Because that's what your brain thinks when you see them. Yeah. They weren't in there. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Um, go, go, where go. did we leave off? Fantasy Space, Island. Fantasy What's Island? it called? Uh, I guess I, I said earlier, I mentioned it. Glenn's. Oh. Glenn's. Why not? Like with an apostrophe? Yeah. Glenn's. Or maybe it's the name of the older brother. Just so I what's his name? Just so I don't have pressure. Chet, Zach, Zach, Lance. I don't no, like not Zach Lance. to be honest. What's I mean, I know it's yours, name? but Chad. No, I don't like that name. <laughs> uh, uh, you guys listen at home. You obviously can't see this, but Bernadette just jumped on the couch and literally flopped down onto Glenn like he's a chaise lounge. Yeah, I kind of pride myself on my pet, like my petting. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, if a, if an animal... She's got a smile on her face, the uh, way you were petting her head. She's a tabby, too, which I love. Yeah. Love tabbies. Grew yeah. Grew up with them, so... Yeah. We're on the same page. There'd be a lot of cats around. Okay. Um, but doesn't Liv, afra- isn't Liv afraid oh, of cats? yeah, that's right. Oh, I, I feel like... I, oh, sorry, mm. Liv, if you listen to this, I told everyone. Maybe there'd be just a petting zoo of sorts. Like, the option's there if you need it, but they're not wild. Would there be an Ibex there? An ibex? Do you oh, know yeah, that's are? like a lynx-like creature, right? No, it's like a sort of like a mountain goat sort of thingy, oh. like a. But it's got like the longest uh, curled uh, horns you've ever seen. Oh, in your really? Life. Sure, let's do an ibex. I think <laughs> let's keep all the creatures in a in a controlled area led yeah. by a very competent game warden. Yeah. Who, if you want the option to have a pet, you can't own one at home. Yeah, but you can go into this place and enjoy, and enjoy any animal. Pet. Any animal is the game warden basically uh, Chris uh, Pratt, Pratt from, from Jurassic, Jurassic World? World? Yeah, yeah. He was kind of you know people shit on that movie, but he had a good job. He had a dream job. And he did the a part great where job. It with goes those... to him and his little cottage with his motorcycle. Yeah, I remember thinking there like I could live there. Maybe yeah. that's my place in the utopia. Yeah. And he knew uh, the bad guys were bad. Who played the bad guy again? Oh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, and other dinosaurs. There was <laughs> they bad, were bad. There were bad dinos. <laughs> <laughs> they're not bad though. Yeah, they're like just, I like how nature. in Jurassic World, even like this new dinosaur they created. What's it called? Uh, the something Rex. The yeah, Indominus. Indominus Rex. That's it. I like how even while it's like killing everyone and destroying, they're like. It's confused. It doesn't know, like, because it grew up by itself, and it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a nerd rage. Oh, well, yeah. P- puberty. <laughs> puberty. That movie's about puberty at the end of the day. <laughs> Jurassic World is an analogy for <laughs> feeling different. Oh, puberty, man. I remember that. That's, yeah. That ties back, just going back to grade six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did puberty very well. Because yeah, I'm a well, late bloomer. memories, I'm... you're afraid of everything. Yeah, kind of. But I was a late bloomer. I, I always agree. am. I still am. Really? I still bloom late. But you're one of the guys that got married at a regular age. Yeah, that's true. Right? How old uh, were you when I you guess guys I was got married? 30. It was 2012. Yeah, I was 30. Yeah. On the nose. That's not uh, waiting too long. Yeah, that's pretty good. I was 35. Really? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's two years ago. I'm 37. Peace. Did we get married in the same year? No, you were 2013, right? Yeah. I was 2012. There you go. 2012 Space Odyssey. <laughs> Did you get married on 2012 because you thought it was the end of the world soon? No. That kind of thing doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me either. <laughs> like, the, oh, God. So embarrassing that people were like, get ready, stock up on water oh, because man. of the Mayan calendar. Yeah, a, a friend of mine at the year 2000, his mom, I won't name that friend, but his mom bought, as she called it, quote, the Cadillac of generators. And there were bags of rice under their stairs leading up to that. So. I know someone that did that too, and I, who will remain unnamed. Ooh. But their whole basement was ready. Yeah. Basements. There's something I like. I like basements. There's a huge basement there's underneath this whole island. basement, yeah. My, my childhood basement is unfinished, but there's a comfortable couch. There's a TV with every video game system you could possibly ask for, even though I don't have a lot of patience for video games. Me neither. I'm a naturally antsy person. Yeah. My island would be designed around that. There'd be a lot of stimuli. Yeah. Books, movies, uh, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? But Sports. even though there's like females all over this island more more than men yeah uh they outnumber the men is your relationship with Liv still monogamous hmm, good question i could get in trouble here i know <laughs> <laughs> i still have, if i have sex dreams i still can't cheat on her in my sex dream do you get that uh my my brain stops me or i've had a dream where um yeah uh, i was kissing someone but this is very, very, very rare. <laughs> and I do wake up feeling as guilty as shit. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. If, if The rare time I am allowed, or I do allow myself, I feel guilty as shit. But, yeah. um, I mean, of course, males have urges. If In my utopia, yeah, I could have sex with anyone, sure. Yeah. But Liv would obviously be there, and I'd have sex with her more than anyone else. Yeah, okay, so relax, Liv. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. What um, else? Food. What else? Oh, okay. You said food. No, tacos, no, food is, is big. Yeah. See, I like tacos, but I don't. Yeah, we're love getting them. long now, but but let's do it because okay, we'll just do. Rapid you and I fire. are food brothers, basically. Yeah, and I don't consider myself a foodie in that I go out to restaurants and uh, review them on my in my notebook. Yeah, but right. I love food. I grew up. My dad cooked a lot. My mom cooked all the time. I cook a lot now. Mm -hmm. So there'd be wood burning ovens all over the place there'd be yeah. just gr you know when you go to a park and there's charcoal grills all over and you're like mm. how do i rent those i love that and smell. you see someone using them and you're like you, you wonder how they managed to do it yeah to get it all together the because i think you gotta get a permit but anyway there'd be yeah. grills all over the place i don't know if there'd necessarily be chefs but there'd be fields upon fields of fresh produce I'd have a butcher who handles the farming and everything. You love fruit, right? I love fruit. I love yeah. fresh tropical fruit. Yeah, me mainly too. strawberries. I went to Hawaii once. Pineapple. Pineapple. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm. I don't like watermelon, which people are uh, shocked to hear. I consider pineapple just a far superior fruit. Uh, I love pineapple, but I I definitely get cravings for watermelon. I think everyone does. My family, the Macaulays in general. It's a totally different like, taste. Yeah. You can't compare them. I guess. See, I think I get the same feeling from pineapple as most people do from watermelon. No. See, what? <laughs> Pardon me? Because watermelon <laughs> is almost like a juice. A tasteless. It's not even um, like a melon. It's like a juice, like a sweet juice. Pineapple is a sweet juice, but it's a thick it's got tart, almost crunch though, to it. I yeah. need the tart. Watermelon doesn't have that. Do you like those candies, tart and tinies? Oh, 
I sure do. I've talked about them a lot recently, actually. <laughs> Funny this came up. <laughs> really? Yeah. There were two different versions. There was a dusted version and yeah. a candy-coated version. You got to get the dusted version, the okay. little ones, you know? Yeah. I mean? Well, I guess they're both little. Turn Love those. They give me the zing I need. I need zing in my food. It's weird, too, because those are uh, such a indelible candy. I feel like they're from the 60s or something. Can you get them at specialty candy stores? Like, oh, like I wonder. I just assume they're still in convenience stores. I don't know if they are. Probably not. I still frequent convenience stores. Speaking of which, if I have convenience stores on my own, they're all from the U.S. Because when I travel to the U.S., the most exciting thing is to visit their variety stores. Yeah. Because they... They go nuts. Especially when you're a kid and you'd see your American affiliate NBC station advertising all manner of candies that we couldn't get here in yeah. Canada. And like what? Like, I'd go to a hockey tournament in Buffalo yeah. and just, like... Even things like Hostess brand cakes, like Snowballs and uh, the Cupcakes. Didn't they go to business? Yeah, but you used to not be able to get them in Canada, I don't think. Maybe I was just looking in the wrong spots. But then you go to the States, they're all there. It yeah, was... but they're gross. Well, yeah, they're gross. <laughs> <laughs> they were tasty back they're then. They're all right. Yeah, no, they're all right. I mean, I, I, admittedly, I've fallen out of love with American variety stores now. <laughs> uh, but they would be, there would be a bunch on this island. There'd be on a good amount of candy. Yeah. Candy That's necklace? Liv, too. She's a big candy freak. Yeah, you've told me that before. Candy necklaces? I'm a chip yeah. guy. I just tried those butter chicken flavored chips the other day. What'd you think? I don't even know if I remembered a flavor. When I was a kid... <laughs> That's what happens when I eat chips now. Oh, man. I just go... <laughs> <laughs> like a wood chipper. It could have had so, a flavor. Yeah, just a well-engineered uh, factory Yeah, chips. It's like, you don't see the work. The Ask work a heroin addict what the last hit of heroin felt like. He'll be like, huh? That's what I'm like with <laughs> chips. <laughs> I love chips. I was an experimenter as a kid. Yeah. Like when I go in a variety store, fries and gravy, I'll try those. Yeah. Uh, roast chicken, I'll try those. Well, so in Canada now, people listening in the big grocery stores, because they had that Lay's had that flavor contest, mm-hmm. they have local... So Ontario made a butter chicken flavored chip. PEI has scalloped potatoes. Mm. Some other place, I forget, has barbecue... <laughs> beans baked beans well, i didn't know that something like that yeah and then there's another one i think montreal smoked meat sandwich flavored chips oh, okay okay <laughs> i just eat them doesn't <laughs> fucking matter the flavor i guess i had a hint of indian food on my tongue after i ate them there you go and you seek that but when you actually go oh this is a weird flavored chip when you taste one chip you don't get the flavor you need to eat a bunch yeah i guess so when I was a kid, they uh, had this thing where you could get WWF wrestler stickers. stickers from Hostess bags. Yeah, and I s- took all this change from my mom's pocket and went down there and kept trying to get more and uh, more and more. I wanted to collect them all, but I kept getting Junkyard Dog. <laughs> and I, I got Bobby Heenan a lot. I remember. Oh, that's Junkyard Dog's better. Yeah, but I got fi- I ate like four or five bags of roasted chicken in a row yeah that was that time because it was 80s i remember that time yeah, yeah that was they huge. were testing new flavors hostess not around anymore hostess chips yeah uh so to sum this part of the conversation <laughs> up, snacks tons of snacks Snack tons attack. of fresh food a lot of fishing there'd be a lot of fish off in, in my ocean lake uh to enjoy like an abundance oh, i'm way more fish now by the way 
Yeah, me too. You've helped me get on that train. I love the fish train. Glenn and I go to this restaurant in Toronto all the time called... Uh, the one that got away. The one that got away down on King Street. You gotta go. They treat you right. Ooh, baby. So many options uh, from sw- uh, Arctic char to cod Haddock. to halibut. Cod. Haddock. Uh, they uh, didn't have crab cakes last time we went, even though their menu said they did. Ay. But you can get it on a sandwich either fried or grilled. And you could also get classic fish and chips there that they put a lot of love into. Yep. Or a salad. Yeah, instead of fries, which I every time we go, I'm like, I'm going to do the salad yeah. next time. I fucking never do. Yeah, we both love fries. There'd be a lot of fries on the But island. I've been eating fish all the time. Even like when I go to like an Asian-themed oh, restaurant, yeah. I pick like prawns over uh, chicken or Same-sies. beef. There wouldn't be a restaurant on the island, but there'd be a pretty decent seating area like an outdoor al fresco dining area where you can maybe you know maybe you go out during the day you catch your fish and then you give them to a resident chef you catch your own fish i yeah i would i like fishing i haven't done it in a while but it's yeah. it's a relaxing activity wait do you get ocean fish in this lake no it's ocean, ocean fish and lake fish hey this is it my utopia yeah, we're no, going all matter. out they don't need the salt all yeah. the, all the best tasting fish in the world do you think the salt in the ocean preserves the fish that we eat I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go online and look it up. Yeah. So I like that everyone can show up to this world and you go, hi, welcome to Glenn's. You will experience lots of magic and snacks. There's adventure to be had, definitely. Yeah, snacks. There's a lot of uh, opportunities to rest. Here's something you left out, but I already know will be there. Oh, okay. Baseball diamonds? Yes. Tennis courts? Yep. Uh, hockey rinks? Yep. What else? In terms of sports, dartboards, pool tables. Um, I like how, in terms of sports, darts. <laughs> I got to think darts. It's yeah. Just, uh, it's a simple game, so anyone on the island will be able to play it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I Yeah, that pretty much does it. And just a general field for anything. A lot of fields. Yeah, fields Surrounded by forest. I love that. Uh, you know what I played with uh, Brian Barlow last time I was in L.A.? What? Um, frisbee golf. Oh, that's a but fun game. But it's not game. called Frisbee Golf. It's called something else now. Disc Golf? Disc Golf. Yeah. They don't yeah, call they don't Frisbees because wanna... Frisbee is a brand name. Oh, right. I think. And also, I think disc golfers think Frisbees are gauche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't want to admit it. That's dumb. <laughs> but Brian's good at it. I was not I was only okay. I'm not that good at it because I don't have power in my arms. But you don't need power. You need accuracy. Well, in those longer holes, those par fives. You can't do that. I don't know. I'm weak. <laughs> Yeah, there were some holes where you couldn't even see the end game yet. That was weird. Those are the ones I'm bad at. Yeah, of course. But there'd be there'd just be a lot of opportunity for activity, but you would never be forced to do any of it. Do you play golf? I can play golf. There'd be a golf course. Yeah. I really want to learn how to play a golf. A really good better. golf course. I'm bad at golf. Me too. Okay. What There's, else? Nah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't want to end by being like, we're bad at golf. The only other <laughs> frown. The golf course would change, too, all the time. Yeah. I, I remember there was this episode of Super Dave where he got his own stock car track. Oh, yeah? And he's driving around it, and then he makes this joke how he's like, he goes over a hill. He's like, now this is like Super Dave's uh, mystery turn, mystery hill. Every time I go over it, they always change the track. And then <laughs> he goes over, he's like, oh, left turn. And then, obviously, that's just... David's always like that. I it's always like that. Horrible job at explaining that, but that's part of me being me. That guy's brilliant, me that. man. Oh, I know. He should have been in more and more and more stuff. I have. Because even decades later, when he showed up on Curb, he was amazing. He was one of the funniest parts of it. 
I saw him on uh, Jerry Seinfeld's thing too, the getting coffee with me in yeah. my fancy car. <laughs> I don't like that show. Right. But Bob Einstein is his episode, he kills it. I gotta watch was that in the recent season? The last one? I don't know. I gotta watch that. I one. just it's on Crackle. Just lo- yeah. Free to stream on Crackle. Ugh. Um I don't know. I had a couple him of Him and Larry David were amazing on it. I had a couple other things. Okay. I I really reached deep into my childhood to to think about what I what I wanted then compared to now, and it's not that much different. You're a guy that values memories from your childhood. I do, I do, and a lot of them are leaving me now because you just get older. You get replaced by fresher memories. Um, right? People listening, as Glenn says that he's just shook a tall can of Molson Canadian. <laughs> uh, a few of them are leaving me now too. And he shakes the beer. Like, oh boy, I think there's a correlation. Yeah. No, but yeah, no, it's true. I have a distinct memory of being in Sheridan Mall in Mississauga, and we, me and my dad used to just go to malls to walk around and kill time and uh <laughs> i remember getting a clearly canadian drink from second cup or something like remember that drink oh yeah it, was a, it came in a clear bottle like there'd be raspberry it was, flavor yeah, it was fruit flavored really yeah. nice bottle really crisp taste yeah i remember drinking one and be like man if i ever get rich i'm gonna just have a fridge full of these <laughs> you know what i mean so just for childhood's sake there's gonna be a fridge full of clearly canadians um they're like flavored water. Yeah, pretty much. There's, I mean, or they sparkled too, right? Yeah, they sparkled. Were they? It's okay. an effervescence. Wow, that's such a '90s thing. I know, but I, I have a big memory of seeing like, if I ever get rich, it's gonna be me, clear <laughs> Canadian all the time. And the other thing I remember, you're like, what do you want? Blackberry, raspberry? Blackberry was my thing. I think <laughs> I, that might have been the one that really turned me into a lifelong love affair. Well, where are they now? Do they still? I don't make think them? they make them. No. No, now they have vitamin water, which yeah, is sort of like the same that thing. That Italian stuff, uh, like Pellegrino, the flavored ones, you can get it. You know oh, yeah, I mean? but they're way more hardcore than the clearly yeah, Canadians. Yeah, exactly. They're not Canadian either. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, if you get rich now, well, in your I utopia, could, you'll just have yeah, them. Yeah, in my utopia, I'll just have them. Um, the, uh, the other one, I remember watching the Ninja Turtles movie for the first time and Shredder's Lair, where he let all those kids do whatever they want. And this is tied into skateboarding, too, because there was like, a skateboard track and they Trust were smoking. Me, I know. And just, I remember being fascinated with smoking and being like if i just had a carton of smokes man you know what i mean yeah even though i didn't know what smoking was and how oh you want to hear some sick trivia about that about the the factory that shredder owned yeah yep where the kids ran wild yeah guess who one of the main punks was oh sam rockwell yeah okay i knew that sweet eh yeah good trivia he's a good actor but it was like it was all the elements at that time that i loved, like skateboarding arcade machines yeah not necessarily smoking itself but the option right you know what i mean yeah yeah it was there if i wanted to be bad yeah when you were a kid and you would smoke you wouldn't be addicted that's the funny part too yeah you're right you'd be like i'm just smoking cuz yeah it's so funny i smoked a lot when i was a teenager and early 20s Oof. yeah it's so stupid because at the time i was like yeah i smoke a pack a day but now when i think back i was like there was literally no reason except for well i got addicted later yeah but earlier i was like there's literally no reason for me to smoke except for um being self-conscious about being cool yeah and then uh it totally wasn't cool ever it's i think it's also just oh and as a kid you'd always be in denial too you're like no i'm not doing it because it's cool i'm doing it because i like it yeah i love this stuff but you want it to be cool yeah let's admit i think it all it was also just it was something to do when you're bored too yeah it's like now we have cell phones to keep our hands busy but back if if you lit a cigarette okay and you were 16 yeah 
And then a pretty girl that he had a crush on go, was smoking too. And she goes, you smoke? That was like yeah. your world. Yeah, that's You're true. Like, yes, I do. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I remember going, <laughs> so I was smoking. This party memory just popped in my head. But I went to a party uh, when I was in grade nine or ten. And it was uh, people two years older than me. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I was drinking. Someone got us beers. We weren't 19 yet. Yeah. We were out by the pool, all these older kids around having a good time. Maybe someone came up and was like, oh, like you're here? Cool. Like that kind of thing. And then the person, the girl whose house it was, who was two years older, walked in on me when I was taking a dump in her bathroom. She's like, well, fantasy over. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is she the one that said you're here? No, I don't think so. But like another girl? Yeah. I don't even know if that actually happened. But, you know, (laughs) like they saw me drinking like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm in now. Now, if I go to a party, it's not... I'm an accepted member. <laughs> when she member. opened the door, did you go... Eh. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't remember what... I probably just like, somebody's in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ugh. The somebody's in here is, like, literally the worst thing that can Oh, I know. We, we didn't get into it, but so many of my fears over the years have been surrounded, like, by bathrooms. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of... Ugh, have you, this is, sounds corny, but have you heard my bathroom bit? I don't think I have. Oh my god, it's a hit. Or maybe I. I have. do it a lot. Just give me the gist. Well, I talk about the politics of it, like being at a house. Oh, party. I know that one. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. And then also, I was in a coffee shop years ago, yes. and someone walked in on me because I did lock the door, but I guess it bro- was broken. And what ensues is embarrassing. Yeah, I. I, I but it's a, a nightmare. I had a brief, this wasn't a stand-up joke as much as it was just something I'd mentioned on stage, but my biggest fear as a kid was being somewhere where I couldn't, where I didn't know where the bathrooms were. Uh, that's still my problem. So the fear of not only just if there weren't any, that's horrible, but just trying to find them. You know what I mean? <laughs> this uh, summer, Kathleen and I were in Winnipeg and we went for a walk uh, down to the Forks, which is where these assiniboine and the red river meet oh okay and uh she's like hey do you want to take this historical boat tour and i was just like what if i have to go to the bathroom (laughs) yeah that's every boat i've ever been on the first thing i do is find the bathroom (laughs) there's no bathroom on a mini little tour boat though man you know what i'm saying oh that's me all the time like stress basically if i'm in a car and i'm not driving the car and then it hits standstill traffic in a, on a highway i have to take my clothes off my body like just panics oh my god yeah that's, yeah why is that why does that i mean that? it's psychological luckily i'm confident enough now that i know i won't shit my pants or piss my pants unless i'm sick maybe piss piss gets bad he gets worse than poo right <laughs> Am well, I wrong about that, or are, water you drink. or are bodies different? But I think I'm most likely to piss my pants now than poo my pants, but I guess that's probably obvious. I might just be saying a universal truth here. Well, I do find this, and this is bad, after a night of drinking, if uh, which I'm trying to cut out. Right. We've already... You and I already We've mentioned seen, that. Yeah. That's why I had the matcha green tea. But... <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's listening this long i love it it's so stupid but like if i'm walking home from like late late night from a bar yeah and by the time i get home and i have to go so bad yeah uh because you can't go outside anymore in toronto because every single dark alleyway and park is well lit oh that's for true. safety's purposes yeah 
Which is good, but safety over piss every time. So you <laughs> yeah. decided that you can't pee now because every because it's like twelve in the afternoon out there. <laughs> but yeah, so this is the part I hate when you have to go so bad. You get home, uh, and your body knows it's near the toilet. Oh, so yeah. it almost starts giving up. Oh yeah, you have to close the door. You have to put your keys in your pocket. You have to take your shoes off. Yeah, <laughs> you probably have your earphones in from listening to your music. Oh. so there's all these like. Oh, you just want to like take all your clothes yeah. off and go to the toilet. I start the process as soon as I can. So if I'm at the bottom of the stairs, my belt's going off. <laughs> my jacket is unzipped. <laughs> what about you? Oh, yeah, earphones flying, phone oh, falls yeah. on the ground. Yeah, I kick. I wear my shoes. I bang into things. I know someone who had to go so bad once. They were driving <laughs> home, and then when they got home, whoever was in their like their mom was in the bathroom. So they're like, wait a minute, no big deal, I'm at home. So she just pissed her pants at home because she's at home, <laughs> so it doesn't girl. matter. Okay, so that helps the selection yeah, a little bit. I don't, even my friends probably don't know who I'm talking about. Thank thank goodness. But that's so funny. But that, that and that has actually given me comfort. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to piss my pants. Why, yeah. Why don't you just go in the backyard and piss on a bush? Yeah, I guess. I oh, wait, girls a girl, are different. Yeah. But that kind of gives me comfort knowing that at least if I'm within a block of my house, I'll just piss my pants. There were a few times where I don't know what my goddamn roommate was doing. Like this is years and years ago. Uh in my twenties, I was I had I lived with two roommates that I didn't know, but we all got along fine. Yeah. And uh, for four years. And then but sometimes they'd be and I do drink a ton of green tea and water. Right. And so I'd be dying. And I'd be waiting for them for like twenty minutes, dying. And then it'd be like, you know what? I, I pee in a water bottle. <laughs> and then when they... And it's so embarrassing and you feel like a goddamn oh. fool. But then when they finally leave the bathroom, I peek my head out into the hallway, look both ways, listen to see if anyone's in the kitchen. No one's there. And then I run to the bathroom, pour the goddamn bottle in the toilet, Oof. flush the toilet, and then get that bottle out of my house. Oh, man. What a process. But... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. Going to the bathroom is serious. I know it is. I know. It's and not <laughs> toilets all over your island. Not yeah. We even like this is a long episode now. We even forgot what we were talking I, about. I actually did want to add. I did think about this before, but there'd be a lot of really good bathrooms. It'd be a spa like spa like experience all over the place. Mm. You'd never know. You'd Mud never bath? not have a place. Yeah, there'd be everything. Rocks be every, on your eyes. Every spa experience. Did they put you could rocks think of. on your eyes at a spa. Probably. Hot stone massage? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Please put these hot stones on all, your eyes. All the modern relaxation techniques would be part of it. Because, like it. I, I mentioned earlier, like I pretty, what else? Uh, well, I don't know. There'd be a lot of water features. You see that thing where they put acupuncture in your joints and then light them like incense? What the hell is that? Yeah, I guess if we had They're somebody, trying to melt us into butter. If we had somebody there that could really confirm that that works then i'd be into it the warlock and his culkin <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh, this piss talk i gotta go to the bathroom really yeah well we gotta wrap it up anyway okay, let's wrap it up so but, it's but that was really good i, I hope that's i hope so people it's an can island relate. on a planet full of water fresh water surrounded by water there's... it's called glens every kind of environment is there except for a tundra but don't worry there's a nothing out. rough nothing too rough and if it is enjoyable maybe, if there's a desert section it's like it's easy to get out of the desert there's you know hammocks I mean? all over a lot of hammocks a lot of beds a lot of water features <laughs> lot spas of bathrooms uh <laughs> swings 
uh, an older brother that lines, is the kind lord. The kind lord who's more of a figurehead because I technically rule, but he right. takes care of the heavy lifting. Right. Uh, my family's there, definitely. We didn't touch on that, but they're oh, there for sorry. sure. Fresh fishing. Liv is there. Fresh fish. Fresh meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, a petting zoo with every animal imaginable. Yeah. Everyone can fly. There's Tons a, of sports uh, areas. Lots of sports areas. There's a there's adventure around every corner. There's a lot of uh, secret passageways. Magic. Maybe to even other worlds. So if you get tired of it, you can go if you want. But there's a part of the island that's just it. infinite space. There is a part that's just and infinite space. And there's that you can fly through. A lot it. of vehicles. There's dirt bikes. There's hoverboards. There's speeders. Um, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If you want to go invisible, you can do that, but there are rules. So there's that, a part of the world that's like always like a medieval battle. Yeah, there's a med- yeah. You can play battles if you want. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of caves. You can just go hide. There's a lot of space for you to do your own thing too. Yeah. That's important. You have a lot of clearly Canadians. A lot of clearly Canadians. There's a uh, warehouse run by Shredder where you can do anything you want. <laughs> oh, Shredder's still there. Yeah, might he might as well, but he doesn't do anything. He really. was kind of dumb, and yeah, movie. he was kind of dumb. He like, didn't do much. Break. Did he even do karate in that movie? Nah, he was. Uh, it really made me mad that Bebop and Rocksteady weren't in that. Yeah, movie. what a mistake! I remember learning that it was Toka and Razor, the, the the creatures they ended up using in Number Two. Uh, yeah, and just being utterly confused. Yeah, because were they ever from any comics? Not that I know of. Cartoons? I might be wrong about that, but what a weird choice. Anyways, didn't want to digress it too hard at the very wrap up. Yeah. What about music? Oh, music. Good question. There's a there's a big setup. There's a lot of like band rooms and studio space mm-hmm. where everything is set up and ready to go, so you don't have to worry about it. Like if I want to go record a track, I got a guy there who will do all the hard stuff where I'll just have to play the instruments. And there's a lot of teachers there too. So if you want to learn guitar. You go ahead and learn it. Oh, I love that. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah. A lot of movie theaters. There's, um, yeah, yeah good sound systems with yeah. every song in the world. So you could just sort of pick it. But there's no public. Oh, like, my God. Sorry it's not like that. I could go and be like, uh, hey, hey, Island, like we're listening to Kill Em All today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's got headphones. It's a personal experience. Nice. Damn. Speaking of which, can you hear my neighbors blasting that tune right now? Is that upstairs or downstairs or Let next me just to us? listen. I think it's upstairs. There's two girls hanging out up there. They're getting wild. I ran into them on the way in here, yeah. and they told me, I asked, what's it like having these guys as neighbors, you and Kathleen? And they're yeah. like, well, they're quiet. We don't really know them very well. Yeah. We like it that way. Yeah, that's what my neighbors are They're loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. That. One last thing about your island, mostly females, because they're nicer to you than men. Yeah, and I think I just, you know, post-pubescent Glenn once I learned how to talk to girls and I don't have to worry about uh, courting them. Right. I just like talking to them more. Yeah. But but that ties into me being scared of alpha males. So maybe there are no alpha males and there are just a lot of versions of me. Cool dudes. A lot of cool dudes. Yeah. Open-minded, artistic types who uh, dig dig my stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Glenn's. Yeah, I think that's pretty Maybe the pretty... island's called Glenn's because all the men are Glenn's. Yeah. Hey man, I'm a. I mean, I. One of the reasons I got married to the woman I got married to because she's a lot like me. Is that true? Yeah, it's like that episode of Seinfeld where she meets where he meets Janine Garofalo. Of course, it falls apart in the end in that show. But I mean, we're talking about Jerry here, not Glenn, <laughs> right? Yeah, this isn't Jerry. It's Glenn. He's mean. Okay, cool. Did you have a lot of fun? I had a lot of fun. You have another Weird Al coming up, right? Yeah, we got one. Well, I don't know when this is going to come out, but it's the tomorrow, second, second Friday of every month. So there's one August fourteenth. 
15th. This is here in Toronto at the Comedy Bar, and 10 it's PM. huge. Yeah, it's a fun it's show. It's always rammed with people, and the comedians you get on always do an amazing job. Perfectly mi- perfectly good mix of silly and... Uh, uh, what did I see Steph Callender do? We got to oh, get her on this show. God, yeah. She's done so many good ones. Yeah, she, yeah but all, all the comedians that you get on do an amazing job. They yeah. give it their all. Yeah. I got to get back on it. You sure do. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was great. Uh, Dream might, come true. I might buy some cheesies and watch the Harry Potter movies now. Yeah, experience the adventure. <laughs> There's some magic around every corner in Hogwarts. Damn, say that again. Let's end it with that. This is Glenn McCauley. Find your adventure. There's magic around every corner. Ooh, all right. That was Glenn McCauley again. Glenn, thanks so much for coming on to Utopia to me with me. Uh, Chris Flock, your friend. As you guys have listened, you already realized that we are just good friends hanging out. And it was so much fun having you. Guys, please check out uh, his blog, glennmacaulay.com. Exactly his name.com. It's so funny. His writing is really uh, brilliant. And same with his tweets. It's the same thing, at Glenn Macaulay. And follow those tweets and laugh. And then retweet them. And uh, that's how it grows. That's how the world grows. But thanks again, Glenn, for coming on. Guys, uh, I'm going to wrap it up because uh, I usually like to uh, talk nonsense for a very long time uh, with, and because I get distracted. And you know what? Actually, I feel like that's already happened. But in between doing this podcast and doing the intros, I had to vacuum the house because I found out that uh, Bernadette and Wolfman, my cats, have fleas. And so now I'm covered in sweat because it's uh, hot out. And my house is hot. Mm, we don't have central air. See, these are little nuggets you get to learn if you listen to the whole podcast and you get right to the end. Oh, do you like uh, Chris Locke's uh, Utopia to Me podcast? Man, n- episode 45 has a little secret nugget at the end where you realize that his house doesn't have good working central air. Yeah, this that nugget that I just gave you is basically like the hidden track, nameless and friendless or whatever, at the end of Nirvana's Nevermind. So isn't that cool? When I when I say this little nugget of information live on stage, you'll be like, oh, I heard that at the buried at the end of episode 45. There you go. I said I was going to wrap it up, and I still took a long time. Follow me at Chris Lock Fun. Follow the podcast at Utopia to Me, and tell everyone about it. We keep getting more and more fans and more listeners, and people contacting me. And I love you, and I love it. Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy your lives out there. Go high five the sun and uh, and smile at a tree. Enjoy the uh, planet. Thank you. Thank you.